Hello everyone, my name is Belent and this is the Hoka Talk podcast. This is episode 3 of an entirely unedited and unscripted weekly podcast on YouTube and on Spotify, wherever you're listening to. I'd like to say first of all, thank you for being here and thank you for clicking on the video. So ensure uh, you don't miss any uh, further episodes of Hoka Talk, including this one. Be sure to uh, hit the bell on the uh, video on YouTube, obviously. I don't think you can do it on Spotify, just so you get a notification whenever I upload, so obviously you don't miss anything in case you don't look through your sub box. Anyway, episode three, you'll see that the title is 2,979 miles, and I will go in to explain why uh, in a bit. I wanted to say, first of all, though, thank you to everyone who showed some love on the episode last week. It was with uh, my brother and I, and uh, we talked about all things NBA football and F1. If you missed it, not the end of the world, a link will be provided in the description below, and uh, if obviously if you want to check out the first episode, uh, the introduction, which uh, has over 120 views, I think, which again, I can't um, believe, and all the love shown on that as well, that will be obviously on the channel too. Anyway, 2,979 miles, why is this the name of uh, today's episode? Well, in 2016, my family and I decided to, uh, instead of fly to uh, Turkey to my father's hometown of Erdish, um, not that you can, you can get a uh, flight to Van from Istanbul, uh, and then go like that. We decided instead to drive, and we also did in 2014 with my uh, father and a few of his friends, but um, well, I say few of them, only one of them, not that that obviously matters. Uh, 2016 was a very memorable time, and that was the last time we went. Um, we would have been going this summer because of COVID and so on, probably not the best of ideas, especially because of how bad uh, things are in Turkey right now, but uh, less said about that, the better, hopefully, obviously, it uh, clears up. So, we travelled from uh, Wales, I live in Wales, um, as I've brought up on many occasions before already, uh, all the way to Turkey, some 2,979 miles, which obviously does now explain, uh, if you hadn't guessed it already, why the episode is called 2,979 miles. So we travelled through, I guess if you want to include Wales as well, 11 countries, um, if not, and 10, so obviously England, France, Belgium, the Netherlands, uh, not Holland, I always say the Netherlands, um, I lived with a guy uh, from the Netherlands in the second year of uni and he said, say the Netherlands, not Holland, um, so that's what I'm going to do from now on. Uh, Germany, Austria, Hungary, Serbia, Bulgaria, and obviously at the end, Turkey. So, we went in 2014 as well, and I just wanted to briefly talk about that to begin with. Um, we obviously went with a friend of my father's... Um, and when we were in Belgium, I think it was coming back, there was some real confusion of uh, Ghent, I think spelled G-H-E-N-T in Belgium, and Ghent spelled uh, G-E-N-K, Ghent, they do sound relatively similar, and um, obviously well, there was a bit of confusion there, but uh, obviously we uh, made our, our way back. Um, we actually got lost, I think, I don't know if this was in 2014 or 2016, and ended up in the Netherlands on the way back, but we saw a sign to Aachen in Germany, and uh, managed obviously to find uh, the way we had to be going and should have been going in the first place. It was late at night as well, and uh, we were somewhere in the middle of Netherlands, um, I can't remember what the time was, but yeah, um, different experience that was. Uh, don't get me wrong, I love airplane travel. Um, I went to Spain two years ago, I think it was. Um, this was before COVID kicked in, obviously, on a trip with um, uh, the uni that uh, obviously I went to. And that was amazing, and I'd definitely go again. Not that that's what we're talking about here uh, now. But yeah, I mean, I've always uh, been a fan of aviation, and I love uh, all things aviation. I watch uh, documentaries on National Geographic about it and so on. But uh, we decided, instead of... Uh, 
going to you know Heathrow and then getting the flights to uh, Sabia Gökçen or any of the other airports in Istanbul and another flight to Van, we'll just drive instead. So a few years back, my dad bought a uh, Mercedes Vito, and what we did, we uh, converted it to a motorhome. So it is a bed in the back, and um, obviously. Um, my brother, uh, father and mother slept in the back and I slept in the front because there wasn't enough space for all of us, but that's fine. And uh, we worked a night in the, uh, the car park near my house and um, yeah, that was really nice, a nice family project to work on. Uh, rather than you know get someone else to do it, uh, I think it's better when you do it by yourself. Uh, you get more pride out of it and so on. So flat out, like I said, 2,979 miles. Uh, we did it in the Vito, obviously, in 2016. In 2014... Uh, we did it in my dad's Ford Galaxy, which he doesn't have anymore, um, and probably for the best. Uh, outside of Malatya in Turkey, uh, like was it seven years ago now? Uh, the car went into limp mode. I think my dad said earlier when I asked him, and, and that obviously was not a pleasant experience. Um, a fair play to the Galaxy; it did make it to and back. Um, what is essentially a five thousand mile round trip, isn't it? Um, and into even another continent altogether because uh, Erdish is obviously right at the end of the country and I'll get into more of that uh, later on uh, near the Iranian border in Asia so uh, that was exciting when uh, you know you see the welcome to Asia sign when you go over uh, whatever bridge it was in Istanbul so yeah uh, back to 2016 obviously like I said we went through 10 countries and uh, I remember when we were going through Austria I think it was on the way back uh, I saw some FK Austria Vienna fans, or well, Vienna, uh, however you pronounce it. If I've said it wrong, I do apologise if any um, Austria Vienna fans are listening. And I had a Cardiff City at the top, and obviously I support Cardiff. I've talked about it on multiple occasions before. We were talking about it last week as well. Uh, and they, they came up to me like, oh, you know, Cardiff City. And they were excited to see uh, someone with a Cardiff City top. And I imagine they don't see many uh, Cardiff City fans uh, in Apple Austria. But yeah, that was nice. Um, I think they were going to a game. They were, I don't know who Austria. Vienna were playing that day. Um, what I do, obviously, they play in the Austrian Bundesliga, don't they? But um, that's obviously not what we're talking about here, is it? Because of my great map skills, uh, and I am obviously being sarcastic here, we ended up in the uh, capital of Belgium, Brussels, and obviously we didn't need to be there, or we shouldn't have been there. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. It was a, a nice uh, alternative uh, route, I guess, we went. Uh, so yeah, we ended up in uh, Brussels, and we actually ended up in Belgrade as well, I think, coming back. So um, yeah, unexpected, but spontaneous, and you know, spontaneous in my eyes is good. So, as I said earlier, Abdish is near the Iranian border, which is the whole end of the country. So when we got to, um, to Turkey after crossing the border from Bulgaria into Turkey, uh, we were in Kapikula, and that's a thousand miles, over a thousand even, from uh, Erdish. So you think, oh, we're in Turkey now, but it's still, there was so uh, long still to go. Um, like I said, flat out, it takes about two days and three hours, but you know, it's, that's unrealistic, especially when there's only one driver to make it all that way in one go. But hopefully next time we go, because I've since passed my test a couple of years back, um, both my father and I can drive, so that'll be nice. Hopefully next year, and uh, I might be sitting here in a year's time or whenever talking um, about a whole different uh, experience that um, we... Uh, went on or hopefully go on but obviously like I said this year is a write-off unfortunately but yeah um, it was still over a thousand miles there when we got into Turkey um, so I mean that was a bit like wow okay so we're not even 
uh, halfway there yet still really uh, but yeah we were going through Serbia and uh, Serbia was definitely interesting um, I know there's other ways you can go so you can go through Croatia you can go through Bosnia and Slovenia uh, Kosovo I think as well um, that might be a bit further out of the way but yeah um, hopefully next time we go we can go through Romania too uh, instead of going the same way all the time which can get boring go different ways and uh, what we like to do, and we didn't do this in 2014, but in 2016 when we went, uh, two years later, we, you know, stopped uh, in some places along the way. We didn't just go flat out because, you know, that's boring. You don't really take in any of the scenery and so on and take in your surroundings when uh, they literally mean the same thing. But, yeah, when you uh, are just going flat out, there's no enjoyment. is, And I guess that's... Um, the fun that you take out of it when you fly somewhere on a plane you know you just go from one airport to another essentially don't you and then you're wherever you're going to but yeah um on the way back they disinfected underneath our car upon entry into bulgaria from turkey which was um kind of just like to rub salt in the wounds to really like annoy uh people coming from turkey into bulgaria and i think we had to pay for it as well so um a little bit unnecessary but it is what it is uh i guess they wanted underneath the car to be uh nice and squeaky clean for the bulgarian roads but yeah um i'm jumping from everywhere and anywhere now but that's what we do on hoka talk podcast isn't it we talk about everything and anything all at once and uh another shout out emmy you'll know i do this exact same thing when you and i talk all the time too we were on a dark mountain road and i can't remember what time it was uh, specifically but we had like a massive uh, traffic jam behind us because obviously all the locals they know how to uh, drive that road and so on and uh, it was basically pitch black which was uh interesting there was no lights anywhere a lot of lights in the place up and we, we were like driving inside a canyon and i'd love if we go uh, next year to see that same road but in the daytime to fully appreciate it and you know maybe get some good shots for the gram and so on so that'd be nice too um again staying in serbia i think this was when we were going there obviously we converted the veto into like a motorhome and put a roof on the top or not the top inside there's already a roof on the top but um and the guy at the uh, checkpoint, you know, the border checkpoint, because I don't think at the time he, uh, Serbia was in part of the EU. It might be different now. Uh, you might still need to, you know, to go through like, passport control checks and so on. It's not like the Schengen zone. I think that's what that's called. So, for example, you can go go into France from Belgium just like that, and you're just passing through. But yeah, um, the guy was like, "What's this?" Uh, talking about our roof inside the car, and we explained to him, "On you know, is is the roof? It is." Uh, and I think everything and anything happens. Uh, in Serbia, uh, we were lining up, and for some roads, I think the same in France, you have to like pay to go on them. It's like a toll road. Um, I don't think it's car tax in France. Maybe that's why they do it, but that's a whole different topic altogether. And uh, we didn't have any Serbian dinar. I think that's the currency of Serbia. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm sure someone will in the comment section below. Feel free to if you want to. Um, and we were tr just trying to pay with uh, British pounds instead, you know, pounds sterling. And the guy was like, well, in the UK, you use pounds sterling. We don't use pounds sterling here. And he was actually expecting us to um, go wherever to try and find some Serbian dinar. But I think, thankfully, if I remember off the top of my head, the car behind us had some dinar. And we just exchanged uh, however much it was uh, in Serbia's currency and just gave the car behind us, um, like, I don't know, a ten or however much it was. So that was uh, interesting. I guess I kind of see where the guy was coming from, but you couldn't really expect us to go wherever when we're literally front of the queue uh, to try and find some dinar. But yeah, um, interesting to say the least that was. I think it took us a longer time to get back um, because 
we, we just took our time when we were coming back. It took us maybe like five days. It took us uh, less time to uh, get there rather than how long it took us to get back um, back home in Wales. So uh, take of that what you will. But yeah, um, I enjoy it more when you, like I said, stop and take in the scenery and so on, rather than you just go from point A to point B just like that. There's no real enjoyment in there. In that even, not in there. English, come on, I did English at uni for three years. I remember when we were um, in Serbia, and there's a place in Serbia that has the same place name in Bulgaria. I think it's Dimitrovgrad. If I've said that wrong again, I do apologise. Uh, I'm not too bad normally pronouncing place names. But yeah, um, I said uh, you know, to everyone in the car at the time, oh, you know, we're, we must be in Bulgaria already. Um, you know, it's a sign for Dimitrovgrad. And, you know, that would have meant that we were pretty close to the Turkish border then with Bulgaria. But it turns out that, like I said, there's the same place name in Serbia as there is in Bulgaria um, called Dimitrovgrad. I mean, the queues, though, the queues to get into Serbia and Bulgaria were a nightmare. I mean, I can't remember how many hours we were there waiting. Um, I remember when we went into the Bulgaria, the Serbia-Bulgaria border, you had, like, the massive Bulgarian flag in the middle of the checkpoint or the crossing and... You had, like, Welcome to the Republic of Bulgaria on the right-hand side, and on the left-hand side, then, you had um, Welcome to Bulgaria in their language. Yeah, um, I remember when we were coming back, and obviously this was uh, coming back, obviously, like I just said, uh, this is what happens when, you know, it's unscripted and edited, and anyway, we, we move. It was late at night, and I think a bunch of like these Turkish people were trying to get petrol, but the petrol station was closed, and uh, obviously they were waiting outside, trying to fuel their cars up and whatever, and there was a certain shop, uh, and I, my, my brother's listening to anyone else in the family, uh, yeah, and there were people going in there trying to ask if there was fuel in there. Now, I'm not going to say what a shop was, because you know, we keep a PG here with you, but yeah, um, I don't think a shop like that will sell petrol, or whatever. Gas, whatever you want to call it. So um, that was uh, that was funny. But yeah, I mean, it was so overwhelming to when you we realize when you get to Capicula, there was still over a thousand miles to Erdish, um because my dad's from near the uh, Iranian border. But yeah, um, I really hope we can go again sometime. I've missed going. Uh, I've been thinking about perhaps going traveling by myself sometime. I know there's a company called Flixbus that you can. Um, like get a coach from London Victoria coach station and go anywhere and wherever in Europe like you know to Spain Portugal and I was thinking about going to Sofia in uh, Bulgaria or Sofia however it's pronounced uh, but uh, obviously the uh, journeys and so on are a little bit all over the place in a minute because of uh, COVID going on but hopefully as we get closer to the summer I mean we're in May already things start to change and that'll be nice because it'll be a whole different experience I think going away by myself rather than with my family not that obviously I don't enjoy going away with my family I mean you know, family is everything and nothing beats going away with your family and creating memories uh, to remember for, for as long as you remember them um, but yeah like I said don't get me wrong about airplane travel. I do enjoy. I've always been a fan of aviation, but driving to wherever it just hits different. It's just a different experience altogether. And I'm really glad that um, you know my dad bought that Vito, converted it to a motorhome, and we worked on it together. It was really nice. And uh, yeah, I think everyone was surprised when we got there and we just pulled up in you know uh, yeah, just 2014 now in the Galaxy. Um, fair play to the, the Vito though. I mean obviously it's German uh, made by Mercedes uh, it starts every single time my dad goes to start up even now um, in you know 2021 
Will we be going again in the veto? I don't know. You know, t- uh, time will tell. Uh, we sh- we'll see. Hopefully, we do. Um, and hopefully, I get to drive this time. That'll be exciting. Uh, I mean, I haven't really driven as much as past, uh, a lot even since passing my test. But uh, driving in Europe will be uh, a whole different experience, you know, of the side of the road. Oh, they drive on the wrong side of the road. Um, well, no, that's how it is in Europe, isn't it? Um, something else I remember now. I'm, just, I'm remembering things the more I talk about it. When we were in Istanbul, we heard like this loud explosion. And it turns out, I think because of how hot it was um, that particular day, uh, uh, trucks wheel ex- literally exploded and like all the rubber came off of it and yeah man it was like a yeah, anyone's like a bomb or something went off but yeah it was um that uh, explosion of the wheel just coming to pieces which was um probably a daunting experience for the driver of the truck but uh, i think uh everyone was fine and there was no one injured or whatever which is obviously what you want um to happen Bit of a random uh, fact now, but when we were in Serbia, I think this was coming back, uh, my brother and I went to the toilet. I'm not going to go too TMI, obviously, uh, too much information, but the toilets on the border, wherever this was, I can't remember now off the top of my head, but they were immaculate. I mean, they were like the best looking toilets I've ever seen. Anyone swear they were just being cleaned every second of the day. Um, why I decided to say it, I don't know, but yeah, um, I guess... Uh, shout out to you, to you and your, your toilet Serbia uh, they're squeaky clean <laughs> and I think the most enjoyable thing was we didn't have a sat nav um, for most of the, the trip we were just like basing it off a map and just like oh you know um, Munich's on the map we need to go free Munich if, if you get what I'm saying uh, obviously it didn't work out all the time because of uh, my great navigational skills I took geography up to A level but not even that could save us from <laughs> ending up in, in the middle of Brussels but that's part of the experience isn't it it doesn't matter if you if you go the wrong way I mean if you go way off course then obviously then you got a problem um, but luckily um, that didn't happen when we ended up in the Netherlands late at night um, you know, my mother was saying you know it's late at night uh, there's no cars on the road uh, we were thinking even stopping at like a petrol station and Asking someone, you know, how do we get back to Aachen? But uh, luckily, we didn't need to because we saw a sign. So the sign gods, if if uh, if they do exist uh, or a thing, were on us, uh, on us, or on our side that time. One thing I want to do if we go um, next year, I want to learn all the languages of the country we're going through, like more than I do now. So. You know, it's like Nelson Mandela said, um, you know, rest in peace to him, obviously, passed away a couple of years ago at the age of 95, I think. The best way to a man's heart is by speaking to him in his mother language. So rather than be boring and just speaking English um, to these people, uh, we might need help from them and so on. Speak to them in their mother tongue. You know, you should see the smile on their face. Um, so, you know, we're talking French, uh, Dutch, German, Austrian, Hungarian, Serbian, Bulgarian. I uh, don't need to learn Turkish, obviously. Uh, yeah. I remember, actually, when we were crossing into Turkey, uh, you know, I said, Egan, lad, you know, have a good day to uh, the guy at the uh, the border crossing checkpoint, whatever you want to call it. And he was surprised. He was, like, caught off guard. He wasn't expecting me to say that for whatever reason. But, uh, yeah, I think now, travel to Turkey, I don't think you need a visa anymore. Um, I think it's, it's recently changed. Uh yeah, yeah. I mean, I know a lot of people will probably be looking to go to Turkey this summer, um, and I'm good on you if you can. Uh, I know a lot of people have had their flights cancelled already, but if you do manage to go, then uh, I hope you enjoy it. Whoever you are out there listening and you're going, uh, I mean, if I 
was going to go to Turkey and not go to Erdish. I'd probably go to Uludeniz where my parents met uh, 24 years ago, actually now. I'll be 25 next year. And I'm trying to plan a little something, something for my parents because um, my, my, my mother will be a 50th, so an added incentive right there. Yeah, I'd love to go to Uludeniz where they met um, just to see it for myself. Uh, I'm sure, you know, it's a very popular tourist destination for people when they go into Turkey. You know, Marmanis, Fethiye, Uludeniz, uh, Antalya, places like that. Um, but yeah, not many people obviously will know Van Eridish, but um, if you look at Van Gulu on uh, Google Images or Lake Van as it is uh, in English, I mean, the the views and scenery are just absolutely gorgeous. Uh, and on Sahiliolua roads in Eridish, um, you can sit next to... Um, you know the, the 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 lake and sit you know in, in a little booth I guess you want to call it and I can just like picture it and if, um, I, a couple of years down the line or if I'm still doing this and I plan to be like doing a podcast there um, with a camera and so on I mean that would be uh, amazing uh, the beautiful scenery and you know recording the podcast doing something I enjoy doing. I think it's important to do that, isn't it? Do something you enjoy doing and brings you joy. And I, yeah, I'm glad I plucked up the courage to do this. But yeah, uh, maybe further down the line, watch this space. That might be coming your way soon. Um, next week, uh, and I'm going off topic and tangent again, I might be bringing on a, a guest. We shall see. I say might because, you know, I have to work around when people are free and so on. Uh, maybe my brother will even come back on. We shall see. Uh, but for now, my lips are sealed. I can't reveal anything at the moment. Uh, some weeks, it'll be like today, like the introduction as well. It'll just be me. Other weeks, I might have a guest. I might have two guests on. We shall see. Uh, that's the beauty of the Hook Talk podcast. You never know what's coming until uh, the day of the upload. And uh, you know, I start recording and you see it on YouTube and on Spotify. A uh, link, obviously, to the episode on Spotify uh, when it's uploaded uh, will be in the description below as well. So if you want to share it around with your friends and family by all means be my guest the more love i can get on this um podcast series uh, the better and uh, i obviously really appreciate all the love shown on it so far like i said at the beginning of the podcast click that bell uh, to make sure you never miss an episode when it gets uploaded you'll get a notification on your phone or whatever to say that uh, an episode's up and uh, well the rest is history you can listen to it then if you're still listening obviously thank you for still being here and i appreciate it a lot there was one road, I think it was on the way to Hakkari in, in Turkey, or perhaps around that area in eastern Turkey where Erdish is, and I mean, it was an amazing road. Again, like like the one in Serbia, it was going through a canyon, and, you know, Top Gear, um, you know, like Chris Harris, uh, Paddy McGuinness, Freddie Flintoff, not the OGs because they're doing uh, the Grand Tour on Amazon now. If you're listening, you're probably not, but... Um, if you ever need somewhere to go, I highly recommend going to that part of Turkey. I mean, again, it's uh, not much love shown to it. Some of the roads there are just, uh, well, like my brother said last week, uh, muy caliente, very beautiful. Um, and we speak all languages on the Hogwarts Talk podcast. We're international, we are. So, yeah, that was a, a really nice road to drive on. And I'm excited, like I said, to hopefully be behind the wheel uh, driving myself when we go next. Um, nervous? Yes, obviously, but... Uh, you know, I passed my test for that reason to start driving and uh, have a car myself, which I don't have at the moment, but uh, hopefully that'll change soon enough. But yeah, um, if you're ever going somewhere, rather than flying, I think, you know, think about it twice and maybe drive there instead. Because uh, after I went to, to Cordoba, you know, Andalusia in Spain um, two years ago, 
I'm sure my dad wants to go to that part of Spain, and we were talking about driving there, so who knows, next time we drive somewhere, it might even be to Spain, that'd be nice, uh, I highly recommend going there as well, you know, to Sevilla, to Cordoba, not Seville, um, I get triggered about that too, it's Sevilla, like they say in Spain, um, yeah, that part of Spain, highly recommend going there as well. And I, f- I remember, w- I think when we went in 2016, it was still uh, R- Ramadan, like it's Ramadan now. Uh, there's only two or three days left at the time of uh, you listening to this, um, recording. It's not writing, I did say writing before. And it was the hottest day anywhere in Turkey, in Erdish at that time, we- and I was fasting. And yeah, that was not a pleasant experience. It's not been too bad this year. The only times I really get thirsty is when I'm in work and so on. And that's another reason why the podcast is coming out today, because I'm working tomorrow and uh, Wednesday and I won't have the time, unfortunately, to record it. But that's fine. Um, what better way to start your week off with uh, another episode of the Hogger Talk podcast, right? Um, so, yeah, uh, that explains that, why it's coming out today. But it's just a whole different experience it is. I don't think you can get that same experience when you're flying somewhere. I'm not hating on flying, like I said, but uh, yeah, definitely if we go again, hopefully next year, because it's been five years already, uh, we drive again. That's the plan anyway, but uh, who knows? Um, COVID might have something to say about that. I don't know. Anyway, probably going to wrap it up now. Like I said, um, the uh, first episode, I'm trying to aim to make these between 25 to 30 minutes an episode. Uh, last week, I mean, we went 31 minutes, but I mean, that's hardly going over, is it? And I'm not going to get punished by YouTube or whatever. Yeah, um, the first episode uh, will be on the channel if you want to go and view that. The last week's episode with my brother, all things NBA, F1 and football, link to that will be in the description below, along with my Instagram, the Discord server, if you want to join that, be my guest, and uh, maybe we can get some things going on there. And uh, also... Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, like I said, last week's episode, that's going to be there. My Instagram is going to be there. My Facebook, if you want to send me a message, if you have a topic you want to come on and talk about, by all means, let me know. Uh, comment on the post. I'm going to share this on Facebook. So, you know, I want to get as many people seeing this as possible. So share it with your friends, your family, your dog, if your dog wants to watch it. Um, maybe your dog likes podcasts. I don't know. But, um yeah, the more people, like I said, watching this, the better. But anyway, that's going to do it for today. Uh, I'll be back next week. Don't know the topic yet. Like I said, if you want to recommend one yourself, then by all means, come on and talk about it. The more the merrier in terms of recommendations. Last week's episode will be in the description below. I have been Belen. This has been the Hoka Talk Podcast. Thank you for listening. And I'm going to go with a, a different outro music for this week. Um, let me know. Um, I'm using Podbean to record these. And there's only so many tracks you can use uh, on Podbean. Uh, if you want to obviously use your own, you have to upgrade. But I mean... I'm tight when I want to be, and I'm tight right now because I don't want to upgrade just to use uh, my own tracks on there. So yeah, let me know what you think about that. It's called Inspiration from Above. It's something different rather than using the same intro and outro music all the time. So uh, let me know what you think about that in the comment section below. Feel free to leave a comment, uh, any comments, not any comments, sorry, any suggestions how I can improve this, any um, criticism you may have, I'm more than open to that, uh, more criticism I get the better, you know, it can help me improve and I always want to improve, any feedback, positive feedback, love that, you know, can't beat that, but yeah, um, that's pretty much it, have a nice rest of your Monday, or if you're not listening, listening to this on Monday today, have a nice rest of your day, take care of yourselves out there, stay safe, and uh, Hope Talk episode number four, the next part of this uh, these, this um, podcast series will be up next week sometimes, so look forward to that, thank you for listening, thank you for being here if you're still here, and I will see you very soon.